why do you do what you do? Why do you get out of bed in the morning? What motivates you? You're listening to 10 Minutes of Grace, a podcast that'll help you understand your belief systems. Our belief systems determine a lot of what we do and why we do what we do. And I hope this podcast points you in a direction to find your true identity and find the freedom to be that version of you. I think we need a lot of grace. Grace sets us free and gives us a place at the table. You get to decide who you are and what you believe. So let's talk about it. Welcome to 10 Minutes of Grace. I just really want to thank all my regular listeners. I am so happy that you guys are enjoying this podcast. So please keep sending me your comments. I love it. And if you're new here, please send me your comments on Instagram. It's 10 minutes of grace, and that's um, the numerals, one, zero, minutes of grace, because I I love hearing your feedback. So, I mean, do you have questions? Do you think I'm crazy? (laughs) That's okay. I I mean, I think I have a lot of learning to do, and I want to hear from you. I want to know what you're thinking. This is how we grow. So let's talk about it. I think we need some hope today. We need to be sure of some things. So what can we be sure of today? And I I think I've heard it said that there's only two things that we can be sure of, and that's death and taxes. I I think my grandparents used to say that. I don't know, have you ever heard that saying? I mean, in a lot of ways it's true. And death is probably the surest thing We're all going to die someday. I mean, I think I've heard it said that we're dying from the day we're born. So I think we need some hope. I think that there are some things about God and the Bible that we can be absolutely sure of today. Things that can bring us comfort in hard times. And now I talk a lot about being very careful to claim blessings and healings and signs from God and I'm kind of skeptical about people who claim stuff from God that isn't equal or true for everyone. I like to think that if it's not true for everyone everywhere, then it's, it's probably not true for me. And I believe that the God of the Bible is equal. And I think we create a lot of atheists and a lot of division when we claim that God is the source of our physical prosperity. When we claim that God physically blesses us, then I think we have to claim that he's causing the bad things also. And I'm just not so sure about that. Even if he causes that suffering for a purpose, I, I think that's where we create a lot of atheists when we say that he allows bad things, but even more, we diminish the very power of Christ's death on the cross. When we claim that God is providing us physical blessings, because I think Christ's death on the cross is everything. And I, I think it's really all we need. Paul says that it is all we need, the cross, nothing else. 1 Corinthians 2.2, Paul says, For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Nothing. That means nothing, nada. Because even if we receive nothing, even... To go as far as say no food, no water, no shelter. 
we still have eternal life. And that is our spiritual blessing, the very best blessing, because it can't be taken away. Christ's death on the cross provided us spiritual eternity, and that's our greatest hope. That is the greatest thing that we can be sure of today. We can be sure of Christ's death on the cross that saves us from this miserable life to a life in heaven with him when we die. And we can have boldness and confidence that we can suffer anything in this life as long as we know that when our bodies have suffered their last breath, we'll be with him for eternity. And now, I mean, that's easy for me to say from the comfort of my home with a loving husband and healthy children. I mean, I've never suffered illness or the death of a child or unthinkable tragedy. I have suffered, and to me, my own suffering was very life-changing, but it's not like what some people have suffered. So I know that saying the cross is all we need. It, I mean, it doesn't help put food on the table or cure a terminal illness, but I think that the cross has the power to comfort in all circumstances. So I'm curious to know what you think. I mean, what is more comforting to believe? That God causes or controls or allows the good and the bad for his purpose? Or that the cross is all we need? Because when we say that the cross is all we need, I don't think he's causing or allowing or controlling. It's just the cross. So if you think about those two things, I'd love to hear your feedback. Now we can also be very sure that God has provided us the Holy Spirit to comfort us. He seals us with the Holy Spirit the moment we believe. And it's not, it's not so much of a physical comfort, but it's a strength in our spirit or our inner man. It's knowing something. It's a steadfast knowing and assurance of our eternity with God. God loved us so much, and he, he wanted us to have every opportunity to choose to spend eternity with him. So he sent his son to die to make it easy for us to choose him. Christ's love for us was so apparent as he agreed to die on the cross. Being fully God, he took on death as a human. The humility of dying on a lowly cross as the God of all creation and feeling that pain as a human. He wanted us to know how much he loves us that we can be rooted and grounded in his love, that we would know the breadth and the length and the depth and the height of his love. His death on the cross was the picture of that love, not physical prosperity. Eternal life with him is so far above any physical thing that we could ever dream of on this earth. And the Holy Spirit helps us understand that great love and teaches us and gives us peace and contentment. So we can suffer and we can grieve openly as a part of life. It's not something God is doing to us. We can also celebrate and have joy as a part of life, equal with our grief. We don't have to hide our grief and shame. It's equal. I think that's why we have so much shame and grief because it becomes something that God is doing to us. Grief is part of life. And God gives us comfort in our grief. And yes, food and shelter and money and even marriage and kids is wonderful. But it's not necessary. The gospel is necessary. 
there are a lot of people who don't ever get those things. And just because you don't notice those people because they weren't born in the right place at the right time, it doesn't mean they don't exist because they do. And they start to feel like God isn't there for them, that God loves you more and doesn't care about them. And that's wrong. It's unequal. Do we think we need to make God look great and attractive to others so that then they will trust him? That's a false trust. You're really just putting your trust or your faith in the promise of prosperity and not the cross. Now, Abraham and Moses and the prophets and the disciples, they did put their trust in those covenant promises because the cross hadn't happened yet. They didn't understand how the cross was going to change things. All they had to lean on was the trust of what God had told them. They trusted those promises that God gave to them. And if you look at John chapter 20, verse 9, they did not know the scripture that he must rise again. And it also talks about it in Luke 18, 31 through 34, Mark 9, 32. They didn't understand it. The true meaning of the cross, the fullness of the riches of the cross, it was kept a secret as explained to us in Ephesians 3 and 1 Corinthians 2 and Romans 16. Because had the princes of the world known it, they wouldn't have crucified Christ. That's what that means. The men and the prophets of the Old Testament, they trusted the promise of a kingdom and a king and special blessings because that's all they knew. Now, the cross didn't do away with all those things because God will be true to his promises. In Romans 9, 10, and 11, it explains how God will fulfill those promises of physical blessings to Israel and the prophets in that future kingdom or the New Testament or New Covenant. But he's set that on hold right now so he can offer grace and salvation to the whole world equally. There is no Jew or Gentile today. There's no difference. And now, just because God isn't physically blessing people, it doesn't mean we can't be a blessing to each other. And that's what I think God is trying to tell us to do today. That's why God established the church, the body of Christ. We're a body with different jobs and abilities, and we can use all of our abilities to bless each other. And we can use our abilities to harm each other. But we should want to do good for each other. And maybe, maybe that's what you mean when you say God has blessed you. God has blessed you through the cross and the cross alone, which provides us that, or, that opportunity then to bless others. He's blessed you through someone. And that person or, or entity blessed you by providing for your physical needs. And we should help each other when we're able. We should do these things because of our love for people, which Christ showed us. We love because he first loved us. If you have food, share it. If you have a car, share it. If you have time or knowledge, then share it. Don't shame other people's pain and grief by trying to making it something that God is doing. We need to be open and honest about our joy and our pain and we can't do that if it's not equal. We need each other. We need connection. We need community and relationships. And God teaches us how to have those good relationships through humility and respect and love. 
So the two things that I think that we can be absolutely sure of in this life on earth is eternal life and the Holy Spirit. Every person everywhere has the opportunity to cling to these things, which can never be taken away. And 1 Corinthians 13, it talks about all those things that can be taken away and that will be taken away. And when all is passed away, when our physical prosperity is gone, when our knowledge is gone, when our grief and suffering has come to an end, we will always have our faith in Christ's death, our hope in the future eternal life, and then charity, which is sharing it with others. If our life on this earth is but a moment in the grand scheme of things, then the afterlife is so important. Are you sure of where you will spend eternity? Maybe we need a little more grace. <laughs>